Welcome to the Empower Podcast by Mitchell. Thanks so much for joining us for the Empower Podcast. Today, we're getting excited about the upcoming ASCIF conference. We're speaking to ASCIF President Kristen Wall, calling in from Louisiana, and calling in from Minnesota, Scott Brenner, Senior Vice President and General Counsel for SFM. They will be sharing insights from the state fund world and giving us a preview of the always popular ASCIF conference. Let's start with Kristen. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Shelley. So Kristen, tell us a little more about your history and the involvement with state funds. What was the path that you took to becoming the ASCIF president? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, I've been with the LWCC for 25 years, having started back in 1992 when our company was first created. My initial role was to develop an in-house law firm. Within a few short years, though, I was promoted to general counsel. That was back in the 1995-96 timeframe. At that same time, there was a lot of interest across the country by state funds with clarifying their respective federal tax exemptions. So as we began to study this somewhat complex topic, it became pretty quickly evident to me that there was strength in numbers and also that there was this active state fund organization comprised of members similar to us. That organization, as you know, is ASCIF. Fast forward 10 years um, to 2005, 2006, I became CEO of LWCC, and that's when I really began to get involved with the other ASCIF CEOs who, once again, I found were very open, very willing to collaborate, and that we all had many, many common interests um, that we were all working on. In particular, we've always all been interested and remain interested in a safe workplace, treatment of injured workers, and so on. The rest is history, I guess. As they say, I became a vice president of ASCIF, and then two years ago was approached by the ASCIF leadership to be the next president. Fantastic. I love the camaraderie among the state funds. It's such a great group that collaborates and brainstorms. It's so fun to see everyone come together at the conference every year. Absolutely. Because we don't compete with one another, there's just this wonderful opportunity to share best practices. And again, these common bonds that that hold us together throughout the years. Well, speaking of the state fund market, what do you see as the most prevalent issues? What trends or issues are you seeing across the country? So there are some things that remain constant and at the forefront for all of us. And again, I mentioned safety in the workplace and helping injured workers heal and get back to work. So we're always innovating around our core businesses. But I do think, though, that there are several important issues that are emerging now in our boardrooms and our planning conferences. Digital strategy is a very hot topic right now. There's a recognition that work itself is changing, that technology is advancing by leaps and bounds, and that we all need to begin thinking about how that will change our business. And at the heart of that is a sincere desire to focus on providing an unparalleled customer experience. Also, a recognition that our employees are at the heart and soul of our companies, and they're the ones who truly deliver on our promises. So it's our job, and I think we're becoming more and more aware of this, that we need to get these folks engaged and ready to be the future leaders of our organization. 
Of course, there are always the concerning trends and things that are going on, the continued rise of the opioid epidemic, um, of course, the risk associated with cyber crimes and the like. I was really interested to hear you say digital strategy. Are you seeing that how you communicate has really changed over the last few years? You know, I think it's, I don't think it's transformed yet. And to a certain extent, our business has been the same way now for 150 years, but I think we're on the cusp of really changing the way we communicate. As this next generation um, comes online and they're the business owners of the future, they do things mm -hmm. very, very differently than we do, than most of us do. And so I think it's incumbent upon us to really understand that from that customer experience and change the way we do things, not just slightly modify, but change the way we're communicating with them. So I think it's more of an emerging issue um, than it is a requirement at this point. What topics do you think will be the most popular at the conference? You highlighted the continued focus on opioid crisis and some cyber issues, as well as customer experience. What do you think will be the hot topic this year? Well, one of the ones I loved, and I love the title of it, was Crushing the Customer Experience. So I'll be sure to be at that one. Um, also, maybe one of my personal favorites is The Secrets of a Long Life. We heard a futurist speak last week, and he was talking about the possibility that people would be living much longer lives. So uh, it'll be interesting to hear the speaker talk about the secrets of a long life. But in general, I think the conference um, has been designed by the folks in Minnesota and other organizers to have something of value and interest for everyone. Our committees have worked very, very hard throughout the year to design these programs and bring in great speakers. And then we also, as you can see, have an abundance of highly sought after speakers as well, ranging from issues on uh, life on the hill, the future of our economy, crushing the customer experience. Again, I'll bring that one to you. And uh, again, as you mentioned, uh, some of the opioid issues and, and things like that. I'm really excited about the lineup. I think the Hill was really interesting, especially as so many states are looking at formularies. What do you think will bubble up as a topic? Um, in terms of um, the Hill, maybe maybe a little less influence there, although I do know that the federal government Congress is weighing in quite heavily on the opioid epidemic and to a certain extent that, that will drive behavior down in the states. But one thing to remember is that the states retain the right to design their own workers' compensation programs. So while mm -hmm. some states have developed workers' comp formularies, um, other states are resistant to that. Um, our mm -hmm. state, as, a, as an example in Louisiana, has been somewhat resistant to get into the business of developing formularies. What are you looking forward to most of the conference? Any trends or people you're excited to see? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, just being with our ASCAF community, the, these two years of being the president have been extremely rewarding for me. I've always heard the saying, you get out of something what you put into it. And having the opportunity to really be involved in ASCAF has really given me a deep appreciation of what all of these companies do and their leaders. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone, sharing our ideas, and also getting to know our sponsors better. Uh, many of our speakers in the various committee uh, 
in the various committee presentations are in fact sponsors, and so we get lots of great ideas uh, from them. And um, without our sponsors, like you all, like Mitchell and others, we wouldn't have all of these rock star speakers. Thanks so much, Kristen. We're really happy to be a part of it. This is one of my favorite shows because you get to engage with teams and get great insights for everyone. Thanks so much for joining us, Kristen. We'll look forward to seeing you then. Absolutely. And welcome, Scott. Hey, it's good to be here. It's good to be part of this. As the host of this year's AskF conference and someone who's been involved for many years, what are you most excited about? Well, we have a lot going on. I mean, it's going to be a great event, we think. It's based, you know, first and foremost, we have it based at the, at the Mall of America, one of the, if not the largest retail uh, mall experience in the country. And we're housing everybody at the brand new, been open maybe a year, the JW Marriott, which is literally attached to the malls, giving you great access to a lot of fun things. Um, we've had a hospitality committee, wow, in place for at least a year working on this. And we've just got a really extensive uh, and broad array of, of both you know, business meetings, uh, talks, uh, some great keynote speakers, and interwoven within all of that is just a host of great, great activities. Our keynote, and we're kicking it off with Chris Wallace, who's you know the Fox News Sunday host. He's a great speaker. And then we have some other folks kind of sprinkled in between, Dan Butner, a National Geographic fellow who's super interesting to listen to, and even guys like Matt Burke, who's a former Minnesota Viking. It sounds like it's going to be a really incredible event. I'm looking forward to seeing the lakes and some of the breakout presentations and events. What are you most looking forward to? Well, in terms of the activities, I'm really looking forward to the, the, the final shebang is on a, a, a riverboat that's going to take us down the St. Croix River. And I'm a guy who's always kind of liked high activity types of stuff. I scuba dive, I, I white water, I climb mountains. So anything on the water, anything kind of a little bit different, such as a, a paddle boat experience will be, I think, I think a lot of fun. Obviously the speakers, I'm really, really interested in hearing. Some of these guys have global following. And then it's always interesting to, to hear the committees. I mean, most of the committees will be reporting in during the course of that week. There's a few national uh, national issues in law who've conducted most of their activities already in D.C. this year, but um, the others have not. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what some of the other state funds are talking about and doing, and uh, this will give us an access, a viewpoint from really across our nation. As the leader of a state fund, are there any topics that you guys are focusing on that you see uh, coming out maybe on the conference floor? I mean, our focus at SFM this year is really comprised, well, of a variety of issues, but I'd say some of the more significant ones that we're, we're putting effort into is expanding licensure. So we're actually going through jurisdiction by jurisdiction, um, exclusive of the, of the monopolistic states in order to better serve our policyholders in Minnesota who have 
business operations in other states. So we're trying to further, I guess, nationalize our book of business. And at the same time, you know, with the help of folks like Mitchell, we're continuing to put a lot, a lot of pressure, a lot of uh, thought into medical cost containment and medical cost quality. Um, we're in the, the latter stages of developing a provider performance indicator that helps us gauge which out, well, which providers, at least our community, provides uh, best course of treatment and best outcomes. We're also putting a lot of focus, like many of our our brethren, on opioid reduction, particularly with those claimants that are indicating very high dosage levels. And then we're also, and I'm personally engaged in this, uh, making significant push within our jurisdiction on legislative reform as it relates to, to medical cost containment. I'm actually finalizing a very, very long-term negotiation here in Minnesota this week that should give rise to a, or may give rise to an outpatient and ASC fee schedule in this state. So we're continuing those efforts. And then finally, we've been at SFM over the last several years uh, attempting to diversify our portfolio to some degree. Uh, last year, we purchased an entity by the name of Barrier-Free Access, which is a safe patient handling equipment installer. We're furthering that integration, and we're seeking expansion to that subsidiary this year. And we've also recently actually participated and invested in a, it's a group, the GIA, the Global Insurance Accelerator, which is really, it's an angel investment entity that provides uh, this year eight really infant-sized insurance-based startups. We provide some financial commitments to those as well as some mentoring. I have, in fact, mentored one of these small firms it's a process that takes place in Des Moines, Iowa. So that's something else we've been looking into at SFM. That's fantastic. You guys have been really busy. Um, what have you seen on opioids? I know you mentioned that it's been a really hot topic. I just saw a stat that workers' comp as an industry, we've been able to reduce opioid use. Is that something you guys are focused on as well? We, we put increased focus on that issue in uh, calendar year 2017, where well, we actually hired, we recently hired uh, a drug, really a drug utilization nurse that her full-time position here rests on focusing on re reducing um, pharmaceutical use within our claimant population and primarily the opioid-based you know, narcotics. It's an issue that's plagued the country. Um, you know, fortunately, I guess, in where the vast majority of our book lies, which is the upper Midwest, we haven't seen, we've seen problems, but not some of the same problems they've seen in, in states like Kentucky and Florida and some of the southeastern states and, and, and also some of the coastal states. But we've, we've had our, our share of issues too. So. We have put a lot of focus on that, and I think the rest of the country, I think a lot of the state fund 
entities have, have done, I think, participated in similar activities. And you, I think we are starting to see a shift in, uh, or at least there's an increased awareness to how you should work those issues, not just from the payer perspective, but from a legislative perspective too, um, which I hope has helped uh, appease some of the, the abuse that has riddled itself within that population base. Absolutely. I think you're right. It's hand-in-hand process with the government and private groups working together to help people. Are there any other topics you think will bubble up at the conference? Well, you know, the medical ones are always significant. You know, there's the other issue that that many of the state funds have considered and some have actually institutionalized is the use of predictive analytics. So my hunch is you'll see some discussion on that issue, on how we better use and manipulate data to identify trends within our our book, both from a I mean both from an underwriting as well as a as a claims based you know, mentalities. It, it operates in both of those universes. Definitely, definitely. I think it's the 80-20 principle. You can focus resources where you think you need them the most, then you'll be most successful. Absolutely. Fantastic. Are there any other pieces that you'd like to highlight? What we're really hoping to do, I mean, I I love the Ask of Conference. It's a great opportunity for me to personally usually take in something I didn't know before and to see old friends that that I've made within the industry as well as make new friends. You know, I've, I've come out of these things with the batches of new relationships over the time. But I think from a, a more generalized perspective, what we're seeking to do at SFM with this conference is really raise and exceed the you know, participants' expectations as it relates not just to the insurance community, but to Minnesota in and of itself. I mean, we really want to showcase Minnesota's people. We want to showcase our culture. We want to showcase our topography. And there's going to be a, a lot of opportunity to do that. I mean, you mentioned Prince's Recording Studio. Yeah, we have an opportunity to go see that. There'll be opportunities to boat on our lakes and boat in our rivers. There'll be opportunities to taste our micro beers. There'll be opportunities to taste walleye, which is kind of our prized fish in the state. You can obviously shop the Mall of America. You have the opportunity to listen to some of our local musicians, some of which recently uh, came out of the TV show The Voice, and they even watch a lumberjack show. So there's going to be a lot of things that are kind of Minnesota-centric. The weather will be the weather's gorgeous in July here. The ice is still melting, but it'll be melted by then, I guarantee it. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a, a lot of opportunity to do some, I think, unique things that we really do hope exceed people's expectations. You know, many people, including myself, I moved here in 93. I, you know, up until that time, to me, Minnesota was a frozen tundra that you simply flew from New York to L.A. right over, right? But there is a lot more to it, and that's the kind of stuff we'll be showcasing. I love it. I can't wait. It's such a fantastic time to connect with people and hear stories. It's a great show every year. So Scott, thanks so much for hosting and we're really looking forward to seeing you in July.
it's our pleasure. We're looking forward to seeing everyone here. Thanks, Scott. And thank you all for joining us for this precap of the ASCF conference. We will see you uh, this summer. This is Shelly Callahan powering down the Empower podcast by Mitchell. Join the conversation and read articles on our website, mitchell.com slash empower.